0: Hi you guys. It's Yaz, and today what I want to talk about is the anxiety and depression that you'll feel after narcissistic abuse and you don't even realize it's happening. And later on after you get out of that narcissistic abusive relationship, you're going to have a lot of things. You're 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 not going to be at peace with yourself right away, okay? Because you've endured emotional abuse. Maybe you had to deal with the silent treatment. Maybe you dealt with somebody who was constantly putting you down and criticizing you and judging you. And here's the thing about narcissists. They wanna cut you up. They cut you up in order to lift themselves up. So they're gonna try to make you feel like there's something wrong with you. They're going to make you doubt your own thinking, your own judgment. And one of the biggest damages that narcissistic abuse you know, causes is the fact that you don't trust yourself. You have low self-esteem, okay? The narcissist, in order to lift themselves up, wanna cut up your self-esteem. And a lot of times, after you get out of that narcissistic abusive relationship, you're not gonna feel good about yourself. You're going to be apprehensive and not trusting about going into another relationship and even though you know the narcissist is toxic you may still have moments where you doubt yourself that you're not good enough because what a lot of narcissists will say when the relationship is starting to collapse they'll say things like oh nobody wants you or you know you're messed up or i really tried to make this relationship work but you you know you're controlling you're insecure you have trust issues so what they're going to do is they're going to lay all this on you and you're going to start to think about it because if you're not a narcissist, you're going to introspect and you're going to say, well, maybe I do have trust issues or maybe I am insecure. And what this causes is this causes anxiety. You're going to have anxiety, all right? And it's not just with getting into another relationship. You're going to have anxiety with anything that you you try to do. In other words, you're going to have a hard time making decisions, People that, you know, can't make, um, that are indecisive rather, it's because a lot of times they've endured emotional abuse because they were always told time and time again, they were wrong and you were dealing with a toxic person that even when you make any kind of, you know, decisions in your life, you know, like what should I do today or what should I, should I buy this? Should I not buy this? You know, um. Whatever decisions, what's going to happen is you're going to start to ask people their opinions. You know, do you think I should do that? Do you think I shouldn't do that? How do I know? Because I lived through it, you guys. I became a very indecisive person. And especially, you know, I was dealing with a nonverbal autistic kid and dealing with trying to get this kid back on track with his medications and everything Always asking people, should I give this medication? Should I not give this medication? Always, you know, overthinking things. And this is what happens it causes anxiety, and you live in fear of whatever you do in the future because you're afraid you're going to make the wrong decision. You are a product of somebody that has endured emotional abuse. You're not sure of yourself. So, when you're not sure of yourself, it's going to make you, you know, feel insecure. This is why education is the key to getting yourself out of this black hole that the narcissist put you in. The more you educate yourself, the more you know what you're talking about, the more self-confident you will be, okay? Like for instance, you know, seven years ago when I went to court and I was going through my divorce and everything, I was unsure of myself because this was all new to me all right? And I was dealing with a very toxic person, covert narcissist, that was playing games, that was sneaky, that was passive aggressive. I've educated myself. I know my target. I know who I was dealing with. And now seven years later, I'm going to court and I'm going to chop it up in that courtroom, okay? Why? Because I know what I'm talking about. I'm self-assured. I got my facts down. So What a a narcissist does with narcissistic abuse, you guys, is they want to make you unsure of yourself. This is the cognitive dissonance that a lot of people still have even after they get out of that relationship. They start to wonder well, maybe it could have worked. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have always asked them questions about where they were, what they were doing. You know, maybe I was too much. No, if you acted a certain way, it's because your gut told you you should act that way. It was a survival tactic. You saw something that wasn't right, so you questioned it. So never doubt yourself in that sense, okay? That's why it's always good, too, you guys, to write it down on a piece of paper. Exactly. Like it, just anything in your life, well, even when you're problem solving something, you write it down on a piece of paper. The pros, the cons, the details of each specific thing with regard to trying to solve a problem, and it will make it clearer to you, you know, how you should move forward. The thing is, you guys, like I said, education is your key to getting out of anxiety and depression. And what uh, what happens to a lot of people when they get out of a narcissistic, abusive relationship is they're going to therapists. Not that therapy is wrong. Therapy is very good in helping you heal, okay, but... It should be the narcissist who's going to therapy, but the narcissist will never go to therapy because they don't self-reflect and think there's anything wrong with themselves. They're always going to flip it on you and flip that shame onto you. They can't feel shame. So they're going to put that shame on you and say, you're crazy. There's something wrong with you. It's the easiest defense for a narcissist is an offense is to you know, t- you know know flip it onto you and attack you. So understand this, the biggest, the greatest realization that you're going to have in all of this is realizing that the problem wasn't you, okay? If you were speaking the truth, if you were speaking facts and you were a transparent and open and honest person, the problem is not you. The problem is you dealt with somebody who manipulated you so much that now you're, you're, you, you don't trust yourself. Okay. You don't trust yourself and you've got to regain that trust back. The way you regain that trust back is by knowing in your mind that you have done everything possible that you could do. And that will give you your self-confidence. And I'm going to give you guys an example. About a year ago, You know, we were in turmoil and trauma over here because of my son's medications. We were in and out of hospitals, you know, trying to treat him. And we had the episodes. It was bad, you guys. It was really bad. And I was dealing with a lot of medical professionals that did not know what they were doing, okay, that were advising me to give him the wrong medication or the dosage was wrong. And the reason that this is important, I dealt with a neurologist. And, you know, he wasn't specific in his details of what I should do. And at the time we had, you know, an incident where, you know, it was a judgment call and I had to use my judgment and, you know, the medication and everything that I gave him that I thought was right. And later on that neurologist who was very n- narcissistic came back at me and he said to me, well, why didn't you give, you know, that medicine or something? And because I knew what I was talking about and I studied all this stuff, I said to him, I said, I did exactly what I should have done considering the circumstances and the fact that you were unavailable on call that night, okay? So what I did is I let him know I did everything that I could possibly do for somebody who had the amount of knowledge that I had. And you know what he did? He got very defensive and attacking on me because he what he wanted to do is he wanted to flip it on me and break me down when, in fact, he was at fault because he never responded to me on the on when he was supposed to be on call. Okay, and I called him out for it. And, you know, he knew that, you know, he was wrong. But what is he going to do? He's going to attack me and tell me that, you know, I didn't you know, I should have done this or that and everything. And I had no way of knowing that because he didn't advise me of that. Okay, so I came back at him and I said, I did everything possible that I could possibly do, considering the amount of information that you gave me. Okay, and see, this is just a typical example of how narcissists are. They make you question yourself to the point where, you know, you don't know if you're doing the right thing. So you have to forgive yourself as well. The point in this is all this. You, you know, you did the best that you could do considering the situation that you were in. A lot of times you got involved with a narcissist when you were very vulnerable, Okay, and this is where, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they target the strongest people and everything like that. Not necessarily. They target people that could be going through a vulnerable period in their life. Maybe somebody who's recently divorced. Okay, maybe they target somebody who has anxiety and depression because they know they can manipulate them better. They know they're vulnerable. You can manipulate a vulnerable person a lot better than you can manipulate somebody that isn't vulnerable and is self-assured. Okay. So this is the thing, you guys, you've got to get your power back. So the best way to get your power back is to know that you are doing everything that you could possibly do for yourself in your life. It's okay if you're alone. All right. Because at least you're not dealing with with you know some some somebody that's you know making your life miserable. There's a certain amount of peace to knowing you're waking up and you're not dealing with the miserable face next to you or somebody who's gonna start criticizing you, you know, because you left a spoon in the sink. Or, you know, they're they're going to, you know, constantly be, you know, passive aggressive or have a face on or give you the silent treatment. Being alone is 100 times better than dealing with somebody like that because they will create that anxiety and depression in you, okay? And I went through this. When I was in, you know, my miserable marriage of 13 years, you know, there was a period I didn't realize what was going on. I went to therapy to try to sort this out during the marriage thinking that there was a problem with me because I didn't realize I was dealing with a very passive aggressive smug surly covert narcissist okay it wasn't until later on that I educated myself on covert narcissism that I recognized what and who I was dealing with and that's when I said to myself The problem isn't me. The problem is I've got a covert narcissist here that can't communicate. That's the problem. I'm dealing with somebody who can't communicate, all right? And who is not open and who cannot be vulnerable and who cannot tell me that there is a problem in the family structure with his family, okay? So, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who can't be open, who can't be vulnerable, you are never gonna connect with that person. So you've gotta study your actions and realize if you're doing everything right, the problem isn't you. The problem is you're dealing with a toxic person. Understand that. But... Toxic people will always, always make you feel anxious. And they after you get that anxiety because you're nervous about what you say, what you do, you're walking on eggshells because you're worried of the reaction of this person. This person, you know, will roll their eyes at you and try to make you feel small. This person will ignore you when you say something. These are all things covert narcissists do, by the way. This person will give you the silent treatment if you say anything they don't like or you bring up their family or anything like that, all right? So you 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 hold in all of these feelings and it builds, it builds inside you. This anxiety builds inside you and it creates depression. Next, you find yourself alone and depressed and that's the way I was. I was in a black hole, you know, towards, you know, the majority, towards the end of my marriage, the last couple of years, you know, where I was like, you know, I I didn't know what, how, you know, what was going on because I was like, I was depressed. I was lonely. I was not connecting with this person. This person was triangulating with his mother, his covert narcissistic mother And it was like, I wasn't just dealing with him, I was dealing with the triangulation of her in the background, filling his ear with things, and him not being able to be right with me because of his guilt that the covert narcissistic mother-in-law put on him, okay? So it causes that anxiety, how this, all all that toxicity from these other people are going to fall on you unless you recognize it unless you recognize that you're dealing with a narcissistic excuse me narcissistic individual and you know that is playing games with you is just appeasing you, telling you, oh, everything's all right. Everything's all right. And you know, it's not all right because you feel that wall in the room. You know, it's not all right. But what covert narcissists do is they mislead you and tell you everything is all right when it's not all right, because they are, they are horrible. They are not transparent. They are not honest people. They are secretive and they are guarded. Okay. And they will never, ever let that wall down and they will never let, you in okay so if you're ever married to a covert narcissist or you're in a serious relationship with a covert narcissist you are going to be the fucking outsider they will never let you in and they will be talking to other people whether it's their family their friends their covert you know their flying monkeys and they will not be connected to you okay so what is this going to do to you this is gonna cause you to feel alone. And what's gonna happen when you start to feel alone? You're gonna get anxious, okay? You're gonna be fearful. You're gonna be fearful because you don't have that support behind you, okay? And especially if you're dealing with children or you're dealing with hard things in your life. Maybe you're going to work, you're breaking your back, you're doing everything you could do and you're coming home or you're dealing with somebody who is a miserable fucking person and they are gonna cause you to be anxious, all right? And fearful and you're always going to try to appease this person, in order to keep the peace, this is what happens. People have to suppress their emotions and their true feelings in order to keep the peace when they're dealing with a narcissist. Not just a covert narcissist, but a grandiose or an overt narcissist. They have to, you know, always constantly watch themselves with these people because they pay you back. An overt narcissist will get in your face and yell and scream at you, whereas a um, covert narcissist will just pay you back passive aggressively with coldness and distance or alienate their affection from you. So now you've got a covert narcissist, you know, I'll talk about them primarily, that is alienating their affection to you, pretending everything is all right when you know you feel it in your gut and you guys trust your gut, trust yourself. I can't tell you this enough. If you are speaking in the truth and you are doing everything that you know is right, and you're feeling like that, it's not you. It's that you're dealing with somebody toxic that's making you feel this way, all right? So we have to get our power back. And how do we get our power back? Education, education, and knowledge, okay? When you know what or who you're dealing with, you know how to deal with them. And how do you deal with toxic people? You don't deal with them. If you have to deal with them, you gray rock them, okay? You don't get into the mess with the, the narcissist. And another thing too, anybody who's connected to that narcissist, you have to distance yourself from them as well because that it will still be a trigger because they'll come back and say something the narcissist said to, to them about you, or they'll go back to the narcissist and tell the narcissist about something with you. It's still a connection. You got to cut the cord of any connections to the narcissist in order to have your mental peace. You want the whole goal you guys is to have your peace. And the only way you're going to have your peace is to be around You know, transparent, truthful people that speak the truth. Not somebody who's a bullshitter and, you know, gives you a word salad and gaslights you. Because all of that causes confusion in your mind. Confusion in your mind causes anxiety, okay? Because you're unsure. This is what it is. It's causing doubt in you. And when you have these doubts and you're unsure... You're going to feel alone and you're going to feel, and depression then sets in. Then you're going to feel depressed because you're going to feel all alone and you're not going to know how to deal with this. So how do you get, how do you heal from all that? Self-care. If it's very extreme, you go into therapy, you go talk to somebody, okay, to try to work out your emotions, a professional therapist that can help you on something like that. You get yourself together, okay? You read a lot. You read a lot about narcissism. Let me tell you something, you guys. The more you know about narcissism, the more powerful and dangerous a person you will be. This is a fact. I know this because I'm living it myself. All right. I'm dealing with a lot of toxic people in my life. Okay. My ex going to court, dealing with judges, dealing with medical professionals, psychiatrists for my son, dealing with specialized teachers for my son and therapists and behavioral specialists and all this. And a lot of them are narcissistic and want to You know, put you down and tell you you're doing this wrong or try to be authoritative. And they can't do that with me because I educate myself on everything. Okay. If I know I'm going to court, I educate myself on the facts and know what's going to go down. And I'm prepared before I even get in that courtroom. Okay. When I know I'm taking my son to a doctor, I research the doctor. I see who am I talking to. I look at the reviews on this person. I size this person up so that I know whether this person is able to treat my son and they know what they're talking about because not everybody that's got a degree knows what the fuck they're talking about. Trust me when I tell you, I've dealt with so many incompetent doctors that gave the wrong medicine, gave the wrong dosage, and we ended up in hospitals, okay? So this is why you gotta use your own common sense, know what you're talking about, and when you know what you're talking about, guess what? You become a very powerful, dangerous person that people know they can't play with. And what does that do? That gives you your self-confidence back, okay? So even though you may feel anxious and depressed and everything like that, it's time to get your power back. Okay. Time to get your power back. So educate yourself, do everything you can do. And also self care. You've got to take care of yourself. You got to, you know, take care in how you look, not for anybody else, but for yourself, because when you look good, you're going to feel good and you're going to feel more confident. You got to, you don't have to be perfect, but just clean, you know, you know, Know that you look okay and you look good. That's all you need to make yourself and lift yourself up and feel good. Do yoga okay? Join groups. Connect with other people that are in your corner, all right? You want people that support you. You don't want people that don't care about you, because people that don't care about you, like the narcissist, they are going to make you feel alone. So you've got to build up that support system. Other people that are in your corner, and you'll know they're in your corner if they're there for you during the hard times, okay? Narcissists abandon you during the hard times. Trust me, I know. I've dealt with tons of them that abandoned me when my son was sick okay and i if not for my you know being grounded in god and god having my back i don't know how i got through what i got through all right you guys but it is possible and this is what i'm trying to preach to you guys it is possible to get your your power back after you dealt with somebody who was very toxic very abusive put you down and you know abuse you know is insidious when you're dealing with a covert narcissist because you know just them rolling their eyes or them not acknowledging what you're trying to say to them that is abuse okay they're not validating your point in other words they're putting you down and making you feel like there's something wrong with you by you know ignoring you ignoring you Somebody who's deliberately ignoring you is not respecting you. And in a way, it's emotional abuse because they're not acknowledging you as a person. They're not acknowledging what comes out of your mouth. They're trying to make you feel small, small, okay? Excuse me. So anybody that does that, get away from them. Get away from them. They're probably doing that because you're either calling them out on something or you're a threat to them. So they want to make you feel small. And they want to make you feel insecure. <clears throat> Understand this. The goal of the, the narcissist is to make you feel small and to lose your self-confidence. That's why when you break up with a narcissist and you know they get into their wicked point before you, the, the relationship breaks down and they go off on you understand what they're trying to do is they're trying to break your self-esteem because they're so hurt. Okay. They're so hurt inside. They want to hurt you and they want to make you feel like you're nothing. Okay. That's their goal to break you down, break your, people said, oh, they heard, you know, oh, they want to break your spirit. Yeah. They want to break your spirit. They want to break your self-esteem because when you break your self-esteem, then, you know, you don't have the power anymore to take control of your life. They want to take the control away from you. So I hope that helps you guys in understanding how it goes with an you know, a nar- with narcissistic abuse. You've got to, you know, I can't say it again, keep reading, keep educating yourself. And the more you know, the more self-confident you become and the less anxiety and depression you will feel, okay? You gotta get it together. And you, even if you did take it one day at a time, say that today I'm gonna do this, today I'm gonna go for a walk, tomorrow I'm gonna go to speak to a therapist and get my emotions out. The next day I'm gonna work on my career. This is how you, you progress forward and you get out of that slump of anxiety and depression. And you've gotta keep busy, that is crucial. You've got to keep busy. A busy mind is a healthy mind. An idle mind is a devil's workshop. That is so true. So you don't want to sit in the house and be depressed. When you're starting to feel low, you got to get yourself out, take a walk, go to the mall, go shopping, go to a bookstore, go take a walk through your city or your town and get out. You'd be surprised how, what a difference that makes when you're feeling anxiety and depression. How do I know? Cause I've been there. My children have been there. We have done these things to get out of the slump and lift ourselves up after dealing with the narcissistic damage that we dealt with. Okay. So I hope that helps you guys. If it does, Please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast and have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that. Okay. The other book is Signs He's Not Into You. He's Wasting Your Time. Okay. Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. you guys I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out there's cool hoodies cool sweatpants cool hats so go to the bio for the link and also don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP 123 and also on Instagram The Game EXP 123, okay? And have a great day.